You're listening to a podcast from 702. We're talking wellness next and um, health and wellness. The 29th of um, October is World Stroke Day. And it's all about raising people's awareness on stroke and what can be done to combat it. It's going to be observed on the 29th, which is this Saturday. That's why we decided to put it on the spotlight for today. And we're taking your calls with your questions and also around your concerns. If you are managing a, a stroke at the moment, it's 011 Joining us on the line, is Dana Govender, Regional Manager for the Heart and Stroke Foundation of South Africa. Good afternoon, Dana. Good afternoon, Mamako. Oh, Thank you, were spe- you for having us you were on speaking, your show. You were speaking to Mako, my producer. You're now on air with the Zania. But um, let's, you do incredible work as the Heart and Stroke uh, Foundation, you know, I think uh, in terms of raising awareness in general about why it's important to observe good heart health. Um, but strokes also form part of your focus. I've heard it been described as a brain attack, as one of the simplest ways of explaining what a stroke is. Do you think it's accurate? How would you describe what happens? Uh, that is cor- correct. Um, stroke happens when the blood supply to the part of the brain is cut off. Mm. Uh, without this life-giving blood that carries oxygen and other nutrients to the brain, brain cells can be damaged or they can die. So you are right. It's, it, it is a, a brain attack, like you get a heart attack. Yes. Uh, this is, uh, a stroke is a brain attack. Right. So this cutting off of the supply, uh, uh, what leads to that? Um, st- uh, sometimes what happens is different effects of stroke have uh, different... Um, th- there are different uh, aspects in mm-hmm. terms of, as it depends on where the blood supply to the brain was blocked off. Okay. It can affect people's body and movement, sometimes their speech, sometimes their eyesight, and even how they feel and think as well. I see. Yeah, so it all depends where the blood supply to the brain was blocked off. Yes, and when we say minor or major stroke, what are we referring to? What makes them different? Yeah, sometimes you have a TIA, TIA transemic um, attacks, which is like a minor stroke. Mm-hmm. But we shouldn't actually ignore this because this could lead to a, a bigger stroke, a big stroke, you know? Yes. So um, with a minor stroke, you, it's, the duration is a, a smaller time. So, um, but during the time, I think if someone is experiencing a minor stroke, they must also get help. Mm, mm. Okay. So, um, for example, if you look at uh, the effects of a, a, a real stroke, I must, I must think the other one is, a, you know, but what I'm trying to say, the stroke varies depending on the brain, the part of the brain that is affected, of, of course, right? Yes. And for as you example, said, duration is a part, plays a part. That's right, yes. It might last for a, a, a small amount of time, but it's still something. It's a warning sign that you need to actually uh, check and, and go and have it sorted out. Yes, yes, uh, in order to prevent what could be a major stroke. A major say. incident. Yeah, and there are different types, different types of strokes, right? Yes, yes. Can you take us through some of them? Yes, strokes can, sometimes there might be paralysis on one, one or both sides of the body. Mm-hmm. You might have some vision problems. Mm. Stroke might affect speech, language problems. You know, you might have difficulty in speaking, reading, writing, or understanding speech. 
sometimes you might have memory problems. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's difficulty in swallowing, eating. Mm-hmm. And you know, with strokes, depression and emotional issues also set in. So they have different effects on different people. You know, all are not the same. Yes. Right. Let's go to uh, Paddy calling us from Delmas now. As you know, the phone lines are open on 011-883-0702. My guest is Dana Govender, the regional manager at the Heart and Stroke Foundation in South Africa. Hello, Paddy. Hi, Paddy. I'm a stroke survivor. Oh, okay. How long ago, Paddy? Yeah, I, I had a stroke on the 20, on, on Freedom Day last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, according to the ophthalmologist, I've lost 75% of my on the left hand eye mm-hmm. and is it possible and, uh, to, 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 to regain full sight or do they believe that um, it's not going to be possible according to the ophthalmologist uh, there's nothing that can be done mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah uh, but now the, the arm and the leg uh, they are also semi-paralyzed mm-hmm now, what I would like to know from your esteemed guest is whether uh, I will regain the sight. Okay. Well, Dana, I'm not sure if it's a question you can answer because uh, I'm sure it, he does have specialists working with him on, on the okay. recovery process. Uh, okay. But the chances of recovery, the process of recovery, what do we say to, to Buddy? Yeah, buddy, uh, congratulations. It seems like you are taking care and you are um, getting to normal activities. And as for the site, I'm sure that you are also, you are looking at that as well. Um, You know, all the stroke is a complex medical issue. There are ways to reduce its impact. Mm -hmm. For example, recognizing the signs of a stroke, early treatment, etc. is, and getting professional care, and I think Buddy is doing that. Yes. And that can improve the outcomes tremendously. Okay, so not neglecting the recovery process and what's exactly. required. But you exactly. mentioned the signs of a stroke, which means that the, the, the more we know the signs, the quicker we can act to Absolutely. make sure that that person gets medical help. What are those signs? Okay, I think it's very important knowing how to recognize the signs of a stroke. Yes. And the key first step, is in treating a stroke as well. For example, we use a very useful acronym to remember and to share with widely with friends and family, Mm -hmm. and it's called FAST, F-A-S-T. And this means face, you know, you can see a person is one side drooping, Mm -hmm. and then you know there's something wrong. For example, the arms, you ask them to raise both arms. Is one side weak? Then of course there is something not right. Mm-hmm. Then you, the speech. Is a person able to speak? Are the words jumbled or slurred? And if it is, then of course he's having problems mm-hmm. and there is, a, you know, there is a stroke happening. And lastly, the time. Even if these signs are present, acting quickly and calling for emergency services can actually reduce the impact of the stroke. Yes. So by asking the simple questions and being able to identify whether you, your, your friend or your bystander is having a stroke could save a life.
mm-hmm. and improve the chances of rehabilitation. Right. So observe their face, ask them to raise their arms. Um, and if their speech is not coherent and uh, time, as you said, these are some of the things that can lead you to, to intervene and think that, and uh, conclude that a stroke is currently taking place. Absolutely, absolutely. Right. And then, you know, if you're recognizing it, yeah. then the care is, uh, you know, I think the chances of survival and recovery mm-hmm. is higher and if care is sought immediately, you know? Yes. Let's hear from Hillary in Norwood next. Hello, Hillary. Hi, Zania. How are you? Good, thank you. That's good. I'm calling about that poor man who lost his son. Yes, in Delmas. I had a stroke 16 years ago. And I went totally blind. They explained that my eyes were fine, my brain was fine, but the blood vessel in between that carried the message had burst. And what was explained to me at the time is that sometimes the body creates new blood vessels to carry the message through, and that would take up to six weeks. Otherwise, they could do an operation, but either way, I would have my vision back. And you did? My body healed itself. I didn't need the op. But the point is, there is hope. Okay, but depending on the sort of damage that Paddy uh, uh, under Look, I was totally blind. Hey? He's lost 75% of his vision. I sure. saw nothing. Mm-hmm. I saw flashing lights, but I couldn't see anything. Mm-hmm. And then my vision weeks, came back slowly. I saw monochrome, then I saw triple, then I saw double. But eventually it came right. took a couple of months. Okay. But otherwise they offered me an operation if this didn't, you know, if this didn't happen. And they said the op would fix it. So... Mm. Maybe there is something that can be done for him. So Dana is right about saying adhering and getting the right medical help after a stroke improves the chances of a full recovery or a, well, I guess a I fair recovery. Well, I specialist immediately. Yes, yes. I woke up one morning and I was blind. I didn't even know I'd had a stroke. Oh, you didn't even know? No, I woke up and I couldn't see. I thought it was still midnight, so I went back to sleep. <sighs> I was told, I I didn't even know I'd had a stroke, no pain, nothing. I woke up and I was blind. Wow. And then you got help as soon as you realized. Well, my kids, my kids got, this New Year's Day, my kids got a specialist to open up for me. Mm -hmm. It was a nightmare. But anyway, as I said, it did come right. I've just renewed my driver's license. I don't even need glasses because there was nothing wrong with my eyes. Okay. Thank you for that one, Hillary. It certainly gives Paddy hope as far as his sight is concerned. Hillary in Norwood. And then Tapo in Germiston. Good afternoon. Hello there, how are you? Good, Tapo. Hello. I'm fine, thanks. Can I ask you the the major cause of stroke? The major causes? Yes. Can it be food or can it be cholesterol or can it be... Mm. Uh, can it be hereditary? Yes. And I, I just want to know. All right. Well, and whether stroke is um, whether stroke uh, can be associated with cancer? Because I've read, uh, I saw a documentary on MNET that says that uh, on National Geographic that sometimes stroke can be can uh, like the doctors in University of Pennsylvania have found that uh, stroke is connected with cancer in some way. Okay. Uh, Dana, you've just heard Tsepo's uh, questions around strokes because that's why we're creating awareness. Uh, what causes strokes? It's about uh, reducing the risk factors or controlling the risk factors. I think know, knowing whether one is at risk for a stroke plays a key role in its prevention. Uh, close monitoring of blood pressure, blood glucose, blood cholesterol can be a lifesaver. 
and will highlight whether lifestyle changes are necessary. For example, you know, if you have a cholesterol test and your cholesterol is elevated, that means that you need to watch your diet. So by knowing your numbers, you can actually prevent a stroke. And, and I think that, that, that is what the Heart Foundation promotes as well, to know your numbers so that you can prevent an incident from happening. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not all lifestyle changes are, can help. You know, you might um, have other uh, uh, interventions. For example, you need medications. Mm-hmm. So, so in that respect, you know, you need to get help from, the, from your doctor, from your GP, your clinic. So all these changes can help to prevent a, a stroke. And, and also eating well, being physically active, being tobacco-free, managing stress, limiting alcohol consumption, all of these are important factors where we can all prevent from having a stroke. Yes, and he asked about whether or not it's hereditary. Um, it can be. Yeah. Um, I know many uh, families that call us, they always say, you know, I had a stroke because my granddad had a stroke and mm. my father had a stroke. So like heart disease, stroke is also, it can be hereditary. All right. Well, my guest this afternoon is Dana Govender. We take more of your calls as we talk about strokes ahead of World Stroke Day. And uh, we'll take more of your calls after the break. 702 Healthy Lifestyle. And we're back with Dana Govender, Regional Manager at the Heart and Stroke Foundation of South Africa. And uh, Melanie, thank you for your call. Good afternoon. Uh, hi, Azania. Um, it's Melanie from Joburg. I just wanted to have a question. Uh, my sister has had a stroke, a mild stroke. Um, she did lose a feeling on her arm, which she regained later. But what's worrying is that she didn't get her speech back. And my question is, do you, does the doctor think that the speech will return? Because it's already 10 days that the speech is lost. All right. Dana? Yes, I think uh, baby steps uh, for, for this treatment. I think, you know, physiotherapy, uh, also an occupational therapist can help as well. So I think basically we must encourage the person to talk. doesn't matter if he's finding difficulty, but I think encouragement is very important. The support is important so that they feel that they're not alone in the situation. Mm. So the help that we give to the stroke patient actually is very positive for the recovery as well. Um, Apart from the medical side, you know, in terms of getting specialists, uh, to see to the uh, speech, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but our support as a family support, as a friend support, I think that is also vital for the patient. So we mustn't forget that. Yes, and with all of that work, it's difficult to predict what the prognosis would be, but it does improve the chances it, it, of uh, recovery. Absolutely, absolutely, especially if it's a positive um, uh, involvement, you know, yeah. encouraging the person continuously. Mm. I think that helps the person give them hope to make sure to try. Because sometimes when you have a stroke, you know, I think, you know, you give up. And, and that's not a good thing, you know, because that's when your healing takes longer and you feel depressed, etc. cetera, other, other factors set in. Right. But I think once you've got um, a positive um, feeling and that you, you, you need to say, you know, uh, I need to get well. And I think from that support from family and friends, that could really help as well. All right. Um, thank and you. Even for, a speech yeah. therapist, a speech therapist as well, mm-hmm. can help uh, to improve the condition. Mm-hmm. Yes, enlisting the the help of a speech therapist. So multidisciplinary. Yes. Uh, uh, this is a multidisciplinary approach when it comes to recovery. 
That's correct. Right. Um, Dana, the details for the Stroke and Heart Foundation for anyone who wants to reach out and uh, get help? Absolutely. You can get more information about us and our lifestyle, healthy lifestyle programs. Mm -hmm. Our website, www.heartfoundation.co.za. You can also call us on heart and uh, call us on our heart and stroke helpline, and the number is zero eight six zero one four three two seven eight. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I often come across your incredible work. Thank you, Dana. Thank you so much, Zania. That's uh, Dana Govender, the regional manager for uh, the Heart and Stroke Foundation for South Africa. And just remember that the 29th of uh, October, that's this coming Saturday, is World Stroke Day.